This content is sponsored by HPC Solar PV Tech and Automaton Electronics and Security. One Earth Productions presents Living Off the Grid in the City. Hello, this is Hector Vladimir on the first recording of my radio show, my brand new radio show about energy. More specifically about living off the grid with solar, wind and water energy. This show is for right now dedicated to the techniques, the philosophies, the science and the technologies that would help you to live off the grid. When I say off the grid, I mean off of the energy grid that is a for-profit system which is set up to charge folks or collect funds from folks for the service of energy to provide you with energy. And what I advocate in this radio show is, like I said, the several ways, which are many, to get off that for-profit system. Why? Why would I bother to make such an effort as this radio show would require to tell folks about getting off this grid? Why is it so bad? You ask, and I answer. It is bad because it is monopolistic. It is bad because it is bonding, meaning that it basically makes you dependent on the system to the point where you cannot function without it. Another reason is because it is harmful for societies in third world countries. For example, and most prominent are the mining operations that go on in many countries. They use what would be called slave labor or could be defined as slave labor and not to get into the harmful effects of crude oil dependence, crude oil mining, trading, the conflict it has brought about historically and also the pollution and environmental catastrophes that it has caused. Many of us know that most recently in 2010 there was a huge, a monstrous oil spill in the Gulf of Mexico caused by primarily BP's negligence, but also most of us have our hands filled with oil because we support such systems, such industries. So that oil spill caused by BP is not only BP's fault, but is our fault. Not only because we purchase BP gas and products, but we support the industry in general. And this show is just a small attempt, meager, weak, and insignificant attempt to take a bite out of such system, a system riddled with corruption and bad practices. Energy is a monstrous industry and a monstrous topic that will require many shows to cover. Perhaps won't be able to cover everything on the entire life of this radio show, as small as it is, but nevertheless, we'll try to uh, take a bite out of this corrupt system that needs to basically go. And a way of doing that is not only talking about it, but also sharing ideas, sharing ways to get off the grips, the clutches of such system, and also share and expose the uh, bad side, the corruption, the bad practices, the uh, disadvantages of being a part of such system. So, let's get right to it. First, I would like to start with all the disadvantages. This won't be just part of this show, but it will be an ongoing thing where I will cover different aspects of the system, the current energy system, 
the disadvantages, like I said, and also ways to offset it or get off of it. I want to start with pointing out some of the disadvantages or harmful aspects of the current energy system. When I say the current energy system, I am referring to the current energy system as a whole, not only the oil and gas industry, but also the water, TV, telephone, cell phone service, the whole industry, the whole area of energy. And yes, TV and telecommunications do use a large amount of energy, so they are, in my mind, parts of this whole energy system, including water. We need water to energize not only our bodies, but energize many systems in our home, like our showers, our faucets, our kitchen, our toilets. So water, believe it or not, is energy. We will also delve, before I get into the disadvantages of the current energy system, into a little bit of economics, and this is pretty much inevitable because energy deals with economics on its core. I mean, there's no escape. We live in an economic system, whether it's monetary or else, and uh, energy is governed, mandated by economics. So we'll on uh, this show here and there mention and delve into economics. And uh, like I said, starting with economics, economics is probably one of the biggest disadvantages of our current energy system. The way it's set up, it robs people, in my mind, of $1,000 over a lifetime, which are unnecessarily expended by uh, most of us. I believe people spend on energy more money than on anything else. And again, this includes water, power, electric power, entertainment, which requires a massive amount of power. Like I said, food systems that require energy consumption. And for example, you know, the gas you put in your car to do groceries is basically an energy expenditure. The gas money you put in your car to go eat out on a date or on a family trip or on a night out, dinner night out, is basically energy funds expended on food. So I believe, and I will in a later occasion show you some statistics to back this up, that energy funds expended over a lifetime of any individual is basically the biggest expenditure. It takes up the biggest percentage of anyone's expenditure. And, you know, just to make quick uh, reference to the validity of this is your home. Your home uh, is uh, what is believed to be the biggest investment for most people, whether you're purchasing it or renting it. And what is a home without an electric bill? What is a home without water service? What is a home to many people without any cable services or phone services? Although phone services are largely going away in the presence of cell phone services. But a home is basically an energy hog. And when you take in consideration the money you spend just to keep up a home energized, it's tremendous. That adds up to your personal expenditures on energy as well. So I believe that energy expenditure is basically the biggest bill on your uh, expenses sheet. Thus, the biggest disadvantage for the current energy system. I believe the current energy system is highly wasteful, highly inefficient, and it could be improved as far as efficiency manyfold. And it begins with us, not with the power company, not with your cable company, not with the water utility services, county or city. They won't move a finger. They will leave everything as it is unless people demand change. Thus, 
One of the reasons why I have this radio show, again, as small and feeble as it may be, it is nevertheless an attempt to share, to expose the disadvantages of our current energy system. People spend, like, for example, on average, last time I checked, in the state of Georgia, here in the United States, people spend on average on just their power bill about $180 per month just on their power bill. On average, this is throughout the year, $180 per month is over $2,000 per year. And this is a lot of that energy is not even used. Most people spend most of their time away from their home. A lot of energy basically trickles out of their control. It is charged without even being used, without having any equipment in use. By just having your house plugged into the grid, and even if you're not even there using any, any equipment, any appliances, that power meter is turning. Yes, it's turning a lot slower than it is when you're in the house using electricity, but it's still turning. And when you average that out throughout the year, it could be a few hundred kilowatt hours of energy that you didn't even use that you're paying for. And this is one huge disadvantage of being tied to a grid. You're basically feeding the system by paying into it without using a lot of their power. I venture to say that 25%, again, I will back this up with hard data, but just off the bat, just by observation and experience, I venture to say that 25% of a year's power bill goes to the power company without you even seeing or using that energy at all. So let's say a $2,000 yearly power bill, you're basically giving the power company $500 as a gift. You're handing them a $500 check. You want to hand me a $500 check, I'll be happy as a clown, even if it's once a year. And that's basically what I believe we're doing just with power. Forget water, forget satellite or cable services. Those are whole other animals. I'm talking about just electric power. This is not even including water, which is another huge power hug. I will discuss this a bit later on another show. But just an electric power bill, I believe we're handing here in the state of Georgia... Every year, the power company at least, at least $500 as a gift per year. A whole lot of things that I can do with $500, even once a year. I mean, that's a uh, car payment. That's a, uh, for most people that have mortgages, that's close to another mortgage bill here in the state of Georgia. It could be paid extra towards their mortgage. That's a lot of people's rent for the month. So being very, very conservative too. Again, this is not even researched. And again, I will look that up and come back with some facts for that. But right off the top, I believe we're paying for 20 to 25% of energy that we do not use. Most of us don't switch our home off when we leave the house. I mean, that's highly inconvenient the way the system is set up. And by the way, the system is set up not only by us, by you, but by the power company establishment, which basically, uh, as I will discuss in other shows, it puts things out there, it puts habits out there for us to follow. All those little notices you see in your phone book, paper, catalog, savings, coupons, uh, publication, even, even uh, magazines that are published by the power companies, they're filled with tips, energy tips that basically make up our habit of energy use at home. Setting the AC at a certain temperature, making sure the water heater is set up at a certain setting, making sure our fridge or refrigerator is set up at a certain setting. All those little tips and information bits, they're not put out there just by us people. They're put out there by corporations looking out for their own interests. But I digress back to this economic disadvantage of electric power bills. 
and having electric power service again there's a huge amount of energy that we do not use that we pay for and back to my point of it being highly inconvenient to turn off our home every time we step out of it is something that is not recommended it's not it's a practice that's basically non-existent most people do not even know where their main breaker is the breaker that shuts off power to their home even if they know where it is they don't dare touch it that will turn off every item in your home including your fridge including your TVs your even though they're they're off they still got power to them keeping all the uh, settings time date now a lot of items are computerized that have a even though they have a small battery you still require that battery to stay charged with electric power from the wall outlet and most people rather not have all those items turned completely off and then when they come back home they get a bunch of blinking lights and time clocks that are not set to the correct time and uh, the fridge is full of spoiled food so people in general do not even consider turning off their electric power. Okay, so picking up my point again about uh, how the current energy system is harmful economically for most people. Earlier I mentioned that there's a lot of energy that you pay for that you do not use. That's an economic disadvantage. Unused paid for energy. The other one is the lack of choice. You uh, in a free market or supposed free market society, you're supposed to have competition. Competition drives down costs, prices as companies, corporations compete. The power company usually, for the most part, have a monopoly in certain areas to where they are the only show in town. They either provide you with power or they don't. You have no say as to who provides you power. Not even two companies are usually in competition in one area, it's just one. This is uh, set up this way supposedly because it is so expensive to uh, keep a power company running that governments grant them monopolies as long as they do a fair job they provide fair and justifiable service to their customers to the air of the area where they uh, operate uh, they're supposed to be highly regulated as far as uh, economics is concerned but as everything dealing with money corruption is not unusual a company may begin with very good intentions with very honorable and loyal intentions but in time it will inevitably be corrupted this is just a fact of a monetary free market society system where profit will eventually corrupt every and any company because you will attempt to create more profit by using less energy less cost less uh, effort and part of the company thus sacrificing quality safety customer service etc etc so by not having a choice and uh, and thus keeping the prices in check cost of energy as it is right now keeps steadily rising this is to no avail this is without exception energy cost rises period there is no argument about that is just a fact it is happening it has happened it will keep happening with the current energy system as it is set up a monopolistic ambitious and highly corrupted system as I will demonstrate in the next few episodes of uh, this radio show power companies have a as I have noticed have personnel set up in place ready to take your phone call just to hear you complaint they're trained to listen to you calmly no matter what 
you tell them, no matter how loud of a shouting match you get into with them, how many times you cuss them out, they're there to listen to you calm you down and keep you paying their bill. This is an experience that I and others, many others, have experienced. And give it a try. If you like, call your power company, cuss them out, and they will not hang up on you. They will usually happily, oddly enough, happily answer back any other questions you may have after you cuss them out. This is uh, obviously a setup situation or system there to keep you paying, keep you paying that bill, and it's basically more or less a requirement for them to have a great customer service, great image out there, and this is one way to have it. Keep customers happy, be friendly no matter what, and they know that you have no choice, so they basically don't care whether you are mad or you are outraged that they, uh, for example, disconnected your power, you still will end up paying what they ask you to pay, however many fees, however high fees they may have to reconnect your power or to keep your power going. And this situation is highly, highly conductive to abuse. And they know it deep inside. They know it, that they have huge amount of power over you. The situation is highly unbalanced to their advantage. And you, the only choice you have is to send that check and make them keep providing power. There is no switching companies in most locations, most places. And you are, in basic terms, stuck with your power company. The advent of alternative energy is, for example, solar energy. And very few areas of the country are starting to provide an alternative, a competition to the monopolistic power companies. This is recent just starting to happen, especially here in the eastern uh, seaboard of the U.S. Just in the last decade, such a choice coming to uh, reality. Very few areas have it, but nevertheless, they do exist. Many power companies are fighting this tooth and nail, and guess who is at the forefront of this fight? Power companies. There are many articles out there about power companies fighting tooth and nail with everything they've got to prevent, thwart, and minimize the use of solar power, especially roof-mounted solar power threat to their bottom line. And they will do everything in their power to protect themselves. Corporations, especially for-profit corporations, as most power companies are, entities. The entities look out for themselves naturally. An organism looks out for itself first and foremost, no matter what. People will look out for themselves, place a group of people in a dire situation and they will likely kill each other for the protection of their own survival. Likewise, corporations will do the same. Corporations are made up of people and they project these savage and animalistic behavior into the corporations they make reality. So it is no surprise that corporations will look out for themselves, will thwart other entities, which are other corporations or companies or businesses that may threaten their own survival. So power companies are and will thwart and make life impossible for solar companies, especially alternative energies, alternative sources of power, from coming into their territory. This is happening all over the United States. Look it up. Research on power companies, legal action against solar, wind, or any other alternative energy. And this is a easy a few hundred hits for just this search I just told you about. I've covered in this short show two basic main points of the disadvantages 
of the energy system as it is currently established. I covered how we pay for energy that we do not use and how this is economically harmful for most people, obviously. And secondly, how power companies are monopolistic in nature and aided by the local governments, helped out by the local governments to set up rules, laws, regulations, the whole gimmick to help them stay by themselves in the many areas that they provide service to. They have zero competition. We covered how governments put up various pretexts to remain this way, and they are readily bought by power companies and by us, the people, since we accept this practice. We just want our power uninterrupted, as most areas in the country get, and fat, dumb, and happy, getting our power to watch our pathetic TV shows, keep our AC cranked up at night, and throughout the day, and get that burning hot water coming out of your shower every time you want it that way. Even in the summer, you want that sauna going in your bathroom at the push of a button or at the turn of a crank. So it is also on us, not only on our government, it is mainly, to my thinking, on us. Because we support the government, we support corporations, we pay the bill. Paying the bill is not a requirement. It is highly encouraged and, I would say, pushed on us, but it is not an absolute requirement to where you are being held at knife or gunpoint to pay your bill. You are not required to pay your bill. There are options, as hard and as inconvenient as they may be, they're out there. Look for them, research them. It's my recommendation. Look for ways to slowly and painstakingly draw back your power consumption. That is one way to achieve the freedom and the independence that comes with being off-grid, which is the main topic of this show. So, to wrap it up, there are many disadvantages to being part of the current power structure, power grid. There are many disadvantages in supporting this system. There are many options out there to begin, at least, to loosen the clutches, the grasp, that this system has on you. We can begin today to try to shake off this grip that the system has on us. And as I have seen, you will see the many benefits. You'll start to see them. The minute you start shaking and poking on the system and saying, no, enough is enough. Enough is enough. Give it a try. You will not be disappointed. However small your effort is, it will pay off. The more and bigger the effort is, the more it will pay off. It may be inconvenient, like I said, it may be uncomfortable, but in the long run, if we all, or at least if a large portion of us, the population, gets on board and starts questioning the system about our power, about our power consumption habits, eventually we will begin to see change and we will begin to decentralize the power production which is also a main primary theme of this show. Decentralization of power production. Basically giving people in mass amounts, giving people the power to produce their own energy. This has been a Living Off The Grid recording, and we'll see you next time. Hope you tune in. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this podcast. 
please look for the next episode soon and please ensure that you share this with your friends and family and please like this content and subscribe as a sign of support and for me to continue to provide this type of content to more people like you by Hector Vladimir. I've been pushing my mind to the most I've been loving the people around me But I'm so paranoid, I'm so paranoid Soundtrack was Paranoia NCS Release By Wales and Noah Thank you